0: Welcome to 5-Minute Musar, the Institute for Holiness, Kehilat Musar's blog and podcast. Today we are sharing the daily mindfulness meditation practice led by Rabbi Chassi Steinbauer from the sitting for the Institute for Jewish Spirituality that happened on June 22nd. You may use this as your practice, particularly during the three weeks leading to Tisha B'Av, which we are in right now in the Jewish calendar. Wonderful. They're all coming in. So so much of our daily practice as Jews revolves around our Hebrew lunar calendar. And it affects our daily Musar mindfulness practice in order to develop an awakened heart of compassion. Look at these people coming in from all over, beautiful. One of my teachers, Joseph Goldstein, says the three most important words in mindfulness meditation are simply begin again. And this is what we do every Rosh Chodesh, every new moon on the Jewish calendar, we begin again. We entered Rosh Chodesh Tammuz, the Jewish uh, Hebrew Learner Month, recently around June 10th, and the summer solstice around June 20th, 21st, when we reach one extreme of nature, where we experience the sun at its longest, at its highest, and for some of us, the hottest. And we feel that imbalance, that extreme towards the sun. It is reflected in our calendar, in our ancestors' experience, and in our Torah, the Hebrew Bible, this extreme, this imbalance. If we go back even to the parsha before Rosh Chodesh and leading through the Torah portions, through each Shabbat, up until now, we had where we had our lovely ancestors, 10 of the 12 scouts, not bringing their fear, their pachad, and sharing that with the community and really not a mindful way that ends up causing panic and then ends up causing a cycle of harm, of violence, that eventually leads to suffering, which leads us into Korach, where we even have this descent in Korach. We're descending now in Talmud, leading towards us. And his followers operated from this habitual reaction of want. You know, it is said by Gandhi that the world provides enough of everyone's needs, but not their greed. And here we see this habitual reaction, a mindless one, where Korak and his followers want more power, more prestige, more land, more of what Aharon has. The truth is, if you listen very quietly behind that, you get the sense what they really don't want is what has been decreed, what has been given, that they, along with anyone over the age of 20, will not enter the land. It is that lack of acceptance of what is before them that leads to this another cycle of harm and of violence and suffering. And we see it as it goes on into Chukat, where our beloved Moshe, his bucket is full. He is no longer able to act from that balance, nida, that soul trait of anava, of humility. And he acts out on the people, on the rock, he strikes it out. We see a lot of habitual reactions of behavior that's not able to be mindful and to act with wise discernment. And finally, we end with balak, which will be coming up where we see even more of that type of behavior. So, we in our Musar mindfulness practice are always to ask ourselves, what is it that we are to learn from the text, from the Torah, from our ancestors, from our tradition? And we feel this heat, the planet of ours warming up along with the lack of the space between the match and the fuse. And that leads to this imbalance, this growing cycle of reactivity, eventually leading to suffering, We witness little mercy, little compassion, and little forgiveness. The well has dried up. And when we are not mindful, when we act out of our habitual responses, we too cause harm and suffering. So how do we respond with wise discernment towards our brethren, even our ancestors in the Torah, and this cycle of suffering? How do we not get caught up in that same reaction and cycle? So... We do it through our daily practice we practice compassion for ancestors when they are at their worst selves we also learn as much from the torah how not to be as to be and we witness the suffering and we don't react we choose to remain present in the moment and remain awake and aware the times and imbalance on our calendar is when god feels far away to us the behavior we want from god feels far away from us soon on the 17th of talmoz marks the descent into the three weeks before tisha b'av and what rabbi shlomo walbi a great musar teacher in his classical text Aleishur, calls the moed of distance three bitter weeks when we as a kahal as a community are to marinate only in sorrow at Tisha B'Av, we mark the beginning of our ascent. When we move towards an Elul practice and the days of awe, Rabbi Lobi feels that this is the moed of closeness drawing near as the summer ends between Rosh Hashanah and Shimini Atzeret. It bestows three sweet weeks to help balance the three bitter weeks. A practice and balance is embedded in our calendar. Otherwise, the extremes by themselves are spiritually and physically damaging. So too, in our daily practice, in order to arise, we fall first. Yerida Sore okay? One has to go down with the community in order to go up. It is a mindful descent for the sake of ascent. We do this together. I'm going to move us now into our meditation practice. We will begin mindfully to descend together with a rain practice. I will guide you. I will let you know when we move into 10 minutes of silence, and I will bring you out with the sounds of chimes. Bring yourself to a ready position. For those of you new to meditation, you simply root yourself either in your seat or if you're standing your feet you want to be grounded between heaven and earth allow it to hold you and carry you you want to pay attention to your breath bring your attention to your breath it is your anchor gently close the eyes or softly gaze forward if you feel safe with your eyes open We begin with the R of RAIN, of recognition, of recognizing. We recognize, we scan what is going on for us right now. What is alive for you? Take this time to scan your body. It may be emotions. It may be thoughts that are either pulling you to thinking about something in the future, thinking about something that happened in the past, fantasizing, dreaming. It may be strong sensations in the body that pull your attention away from the present moment. It may feel unpleasant or neutral or even pleasant. Simply bring yourself back to your anchor, your breath what is alive for you right now see if you can recognize it inside embodied inside we then move to the a of our rain practice our a of allowing just as it is let it be whatever is coming to you what is alive for you try not to fix it or avoid it if it is difficult for you ask yourself gently can i bear this moment can i sit through this it will shift moment to moment you are not alone Let it be just as it is. We have moved from recognizing what is alive for us right now in this moment to allowing it, not fixing it or avoiding it. And we move into the eye of rain, which is investigation, where we want to investigate where it is located in the body. A gentle attention into the felt sense of the body. Begin to ask yourself, what is the worst part of this for me, this descent together? What am I afraid of? Where are you feeling stuck? Feel where in your body this is coming from. For some of you, it'll be in the throat, the belly, perhaps the chest, the shoulders, perhaps the neck or the forehead. What most needs attention from you right now Just notice what it feels like. It can be very skillful to place your hand where it is coming up for you in your body. Perhaps your hand on your heart. What does this place most need from you right now in this present moment? forgiveness perhaps embraced or held perhaps acceptance or reassurance. take this moment to investigate where it is alive for you in the body We move slowly into the end of rain nurturing non-judgmental awareness that beginner mind of curiosity where we bl- bring in compassion allow yourself to be kind and gentle may you be safe May you be calm. May you know that you belong. May you be healthy. May you be present. Rest in the experience of what unfolds from this nurturing rain practice as we move into 10 minutes of silence together. I will sound the chimes when we are to come out of our meditation back into this sacred space together. We continue with our silent meditation for five more minutes. Soon we will come out of the meditation when you hear me ring the bell chimes. We will move into a recitation of Mourner's kaddish and then Rabbi Hassia of the Institute for Holiness Kihirat Musar will be interviewed by Rabbi Josh Fegelson of the Institute for Jewish Spirituality. Shalom, thank you. Simply beginning again together.
1: Thank you, Chassia. Uh, in a moment, we'll recite Mourna's Kaddish, and then we'll have uh, and then we'll have some time with uh, Chassia to share reflections or questions. Um, I will also uh, share in the chat after Kaddish the link to a number of you have asked about the music from our event last night, and so I'll put that in. But before we get there, I want to share, uh, open the uh, the mic if you want to join me in reciting Mourners Kaddish. And if you are saying Kaddish for someone or have them in your mind or your heart, you want to put them their name in the chat. Also ask Tamar to uh, open up the chat and you can share uh, the name of the person you are uh, thinking of and carrying with you today. Uh, so if you would like to join me uh, in Mourners Kaddish, those who are saying it, Geez, oh,
0: cada the to it's I the I I I I Amen Amen, Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: All right. Thank you again um, for those of you who joined us last night uh, and and uh, for our event uh, honoring our teachers, which were so wonderful. And a number of you have asked about the music video. First of all, the whole video from the event will be sent out to everybody who registered, um, as well as the the music video. I'll put in the chat here is on YouTube, and we definitely uh, encourage you to uh, share that and. Um, send it around to your friends uh it's a really an incredible piece that was produced uh for the event last night and we wanted to have a much larger life beyond it i know i've been humming it for the last several weeks as we <laughs> as it's been being produced and i'm sure a number of you are humming it as well um thank you again to Chassie for this uh practice if you're leaving us now um we invite you to wish you shalom and uh, invite you to come back same time, same channel tomorrow. Uh, and if you'd like to stay uh, for a few minutes and have a chance to share uh, reflections or ask questions uh, in the chat, uh, you're very welcome to do so. Hassia, I was really struck um, because I think in, in our community, uh, so many people have read Alan Liu's book, uh, Right? This is Real and You're Completely Unprepared. And he's I think for a lot of people, he's he's the person who you know made this link between. No, it doesn't actually start with Rosh Chodesh It starts with uh, it starts with Tishah B'av, and even before that, he says you know, it starts with the the three weeks, um, uh, and uh, the, the the three weeks leading in, and and then to link that as you did with the three weeks between on the other end between Rosh Hashanah and Shmini Atzeret. Uh, was was a new piece for me because um, they, they just putting it that way and I wonder and then you also invited us to think about it as it 's really an intentional descent Aliyah. Uh, and so um, yeah, I wonder if you want to just comment a little bit more on on that like how does what's the invitation of that time of this time that we 're going to enter, enter into starting on Sunday? Um, How does that work for you? How have you experienced that in the past?
0: Thank you. It's a great question. Um, And yes, let's uh, thank uh, Rabbi Alan Liu, may his memory be for a blessing for bringing that so strongly into our communities. I value his work very much um, and I use his book, Josh, you'll remember the title, uh, you're not. You're completely not prepared, or something. This, like this that. is real.
1: This is real, and you're completely unprepared. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that's one of my favorite books, and I do begin that uh, to prepare myself for the holidays, uh, through the whole process. But um, really, for me, what's key in this is that sometimes I notice uh, when I'm teaching, people think that this means that they have to have like personal sorrow. And that's not the case. That's not what I'm talking about here. If you do a personal sorrow, that's, that's fine to use that as part of the practice. But for me personally, it's really about the Kahila, the community, the Vad, the Sangha, however you want to term it. It's really us going in at this time together in the calendar and remembering that and allowing ourselves to be contained and the sorrow contained and held and held together. And so my personal practice is really to um, meditate with Jews, to be present with them, to be doing this in community as much as possible. That's what's so beautiful about IJS and meeting daily and doing this, to have that mindfulness of where we are in our calendar. And so as a personal practice, that's very alive for me. And it might even be more alive than other people. I I live in Israel and the green is starting to go. It is harsh. It turns the, you know, the hard, almost like hay in the grass outside. And it, you the sun's beating down. There's no getting around it. So you, I feel this moving into Tammuz towards Av. It's alive for me in my body and my practice. So when you are based elsewhere, and if you don't have that connection to the summer solstice in the same way that I do, or even Tammuz and Av, Just be mindful and aware that you are part of this people that are making this mindful descent that we eventually will come out together and we can do this in community. And I, that's my practice. That's to be mindful of that and and to be compassionate because I don't know about for you, but when Tammuz hits and especially the summer solstice, it's very hard on me physically. It's not hard on everyone, but it just, I feel it in my bones. So, um, it's a lot of compassionate practice, a lot of that. Oh, you're speaking, we can't hear you. You have to unmute Josh, please.
1: Sorry, excuse me. If, um, and if you have questions or comments, please feel invited to put them into the chat. Uh, There was one question here of having heard of the psychological or personal development practice of RAIN, and I believe that is the same one that you were using here, right? Uh, That you went through the RAIN. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, and that's one that certainly we've, we've, we've taught, um, before, um, uh, asked a question, is it okay to use the collective sorrow of all of my intersectionality? Can I bring this mindful descent with all my suffering, uh, groups? And, you know, and so that's a beautiful question. I wonder if you want to respond to that. It's a beautiful
0: question. Thank you too who brought that. And uh, yes, please. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, it's, 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 it's very much time that we recognize how much we're interrelated and how we cross-section into different peoples and groups and uh, come from that and our diversity. It's a strength, and you should bring your full self. That is the only way you will come to nurturing and compassion and to more wholeness, more shlemut, and balancing your out and your soul traits. So yes, please, please.
1: Lane has a question here, and it's one that I was thinking about also, or it's a comment,
0: Hello, Lane. <laughs>
1: but, but it opens into, it opens into a question that I would like to ask you. I just share that, you know, what really spoke to me from what you said today is the right discernment being the ability to see what's been decreed for me. It helped me to connect my Kavanaugh to its divine source. Um, and I wonder about that, that. So there's an intentionality that, like, okay, the, the calendar provides us this opportunity to say, okay, we can we have a time where we can intend and decide sort of to enter into this period and this Yurida um, zorachaliah. Uh, and but then there's also stuff that the world hands to us, right? Where you know we didn't have a choice, and here we are. And on the one hand, we can say this is also you know this is what is, it will pass, or it will be what it'll be, but, you know, it's here. And it's one thing to say that it's another thing when, you know, you're being besieged in Jerusalem and you're starving and your temple's being destroyed and you're being persecuted. And I wonder how you think about that, Um, even maybe in the context of, you know, to go there, like, you know, recent violence in Israel also. Like, I mean, yeah, you can use your mindfulness practice, but, like, there are rockets and there, you know, whatever it is. So I wonder how that, how you... It's a beautiful question.
0: Uh, I'm not going to give a disclaimer, but I will say it's very common in Jewish circles to bring the most extreme example in (laughs) order to not deal with our personal daily practice. But I will go on from there to say that, yes, things happen. We receive stimuli, whether it's rockets or the temple falling, whatever it might be. These are beyond our control. Um, All we are in control of is our reaction or response to it. And so even in the most difficult moments, and trust me, when I had the siren going off from the rockets coming down from Lebanon and, you know, it was even in the middle of teaching and might have to run into my room, I asked myself, can I be present with this? Can I actually accept this? And there were moments where the fear was so strong running through my nervous system, I could feel it, I was mindful of it, that I, I didn't want to be there. I did want to avoid, I wanted to be in denial, I wanted to run away, but I didn't have that privilege. And so all I had was, can I be present for this? Can I take the next breath? Can I be here for my children, ages eight and 10, that need me to be present? And it's a constant practice. Sometimes, like, could you imagine during the temple falling? It's a constant practice. Constant, every breath, every moment. And we should rely on the Almighty if we have a relationship. That's that's there. That's important to rely. And today, I need you. I need your help. I can't carry this alone. I shouldn't have to. And so, it, it, I, I don't know if that addresses your question, but it really comes down to if, how am I going to respond in this moment? And if I'm not going to respond, am I going to react and cause more suffering? I choose mm-hmm. compassion. I choose to simply begin again.
1: Beautiful. Um, I see on the chat, there's a number of questions, uh, responses about rain and Tara Brack's work. I'll also mm-hmm. say, we mentioned before, the Gift of Awareness course that we have, um, and that that course uh, features uh, one module on a Jewish version of the rain practice taught by Rabbi Nancy Mm -hmm. Flam. So uh, if you haven't signed up for that and you'd like to partake in the course. Also, and I didn't mention that, Hassi, you have your own course that you're doing with the Musar Institute that maybe you just want to say something about, uh, and we'll put the link in uh, so that if folks wanted to find out more, they can do so.
0: Thank you so much. That's very kind of you. I actually can't get to the the in the in the chat box and the link to send to everyone and it, i I got it's not so working for me so much. But if you go to uh, my Facebook page called Kahilat Musar. K-E-R. Can we just put it in? I think we I
1: think I think put it in. There it is. Oh
0: perfect. Okay. So that's yeah that's for the course. it's basically um to engage in musar tikkun hamidot practice with mindfulness too. Uh, really begin to uh, create and be aware of our inner life and uh, in order to bring ourselves to balance to be of service to God and to others really bringing God's good into this world and so it's open to beginners Uh, I have a more advanced course that's happening right now and then there'll be another one in the fall and so you're all welcome to be in touch and uh, to engage on this in any level
1: Okay, and then and then um, we'll also just put someone that asked about the the link to the um, to the uh, gift of awareness course, and so maybe we'll we'll put that in. It says evidently okay. The, the inner life, the, the link that we have there doesn't work, but why don't we? We'll get it from um, from Facebook. Uh, is uh, I'll just I'll look it up right now and get it in here so that if anybody wants it, they can have it. Uh, here we go thank you here's the one for um the musar institute so
0: great thank you and i just put the my email if you can forward that because i saw some people posted that they wanted to be in touch i do do individual
1: consultations
0: or even sure if
1: you just want to type that in class that might be the best thing
0: i I can't for some reason i can't change it to sending to you
1: (laughs) okay all right there we go so now it's in there thank you all right Well, thank you again, Chassa. It has been so lovely, as always. And thanks to everyone for being here. We will be back here tomorrow, same time and channel. And until then, shalom. Shalom. Thank you.